<laughs> Welcome back to Blurds in Wonderland. This is the worst episode ever. <laughs> it's quite. It's I'm Luna quite, Cooper. It's quite questionable. It. Uh, and then the intro music starts. This was like. From a woman's standpoint, probably one of the worst episodes episode ever. I get, I get why she said that. This I... episode is fucking weird. This episode <laughs> is fucking trash. It's just <laughs> a thing. The you can see there are parts of this episode where you can see her little sad little baby hairs on her legs when she got her leg up and she has a skirt. It's Yo. just I, I, I hate it so much. There was, yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing about this that I like. Except I was crazy. Paul. Except oh, Paul. I thought but I was crazy. That, this episode, oh, everything in this episode. This yo. episode disgusted me, and I wanted it to end, and it never ended. It was 24 minutes of pure pain and torture, except for Paul. I thought it. I thought it like had like, cute I, moments, but then there was like moments where I was like, maybe is it me? Does this seem weird? I don't. I feel like this seems weird for children, especially the girls. And I'm like, maybe that's me doing too much, and I need to unpack some stuff. And then I would no, wa- keep no, watching, no, no, and then no. some other, and then like there's a particular scene I saw, and I was like, so we mentioned it, and it's here, and it's making me uncomfortable. Is it me, or is it this episode? Because there was the some good who? stuff there, but like it was some stuff where it's like mm, this didn't age very well. The entire oh, no. episode, Not I was like. Are the sixties bad or are the eighties bad? What what I can tell you right now, the answer what, is both. What what do I need to update? What oh, decades oh, so this is pulling me off? So I guess let's just get let's get the recap because I'm no, ready, no, no, no. So, so, ready no. to light this motherfucker up. Make sure to p- vote in the polls. Are the sixties sad or are the eighties sad? <laughs> What's the saddest? The sixties or the saddest? Is it so, the decade that the show is set in, or is it the fact that people in the 80s were high on cocaine and wrote this show? <laughs> What's happening? Help us understand, listener. I think I'm leaning right. towards the 80s. I'm gonna that's my vote. But I don't I don't want I don't want to sway the uh, Diane's vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. You say Diane, you mean our, our our listener? Yeah, I don't want to sway her vote. Don't listen to me, Diane. Think for yourself. You're a woman in 2020. You're, you're, for, you're 46 two. years old. You got two children. You know how to two. Don't, you can't forget the two. Oh, 2022? Oh, shit. <laughs> two still, years. He's, he's still stuck in the beginning. All right, guys. More than halfway through this year. You need to. I got to tell you a secret, guys. I'm a time traveler, and I don't plan on making anything better. Because <laughs> I got it's just spoiler alert. It doesn't get better, and there's nothing we can do about it. So I'm so I'm just here before the Popeye's chicken sandwich gets canceled. Oh, I'm sorry, I spoiled that. Please. Uh, so in 2026. Let me let's let's get the rundown on the episode. Um, so it's episode two. I mean episode five of season two. Um, titled "Just Between You, Me, and You, and Kurt, and Paul, and Carla." And Becky. And your mama and your cousin, too. <laughs> the episode was written by Neil Marlins, Carol Black, and Matthew Carlson. That's a, that's a name I don't think we, we've seen pop up before. And, you know, maybe that's who we need to maybe that's who we need to be looking into. Um, Matthew Carlson has some writing credits on uh, 
<laughs> the new Mighty Ducks. He executive produced and co-executive produced Malcolm in the Middle. That's his big thing. The director was Peter Baldwin. He's also directed for um, the Barry Tyler Moore show in Dream On. So, our our synopsis, we got Kevin and Kirk McRae both want to know which one Winnie really likes. Kevin struggles with his feelings for Winnie and a lot of other stuff, too. Is this episode actually got an 8.6 on IMDb? <laughs> I mean, I'll give him this. Out of things, what? Out things, of 10 or out of 100? Like, out of 10. 8.6 out of 10. I'll give them this. Things were constantly happening. <laughs> they so were if, you, if you like a show where <laughs> there's no lull, this this is an episode for that. If that's how you want to rate shows, like, you know, regardless of what's happening. Now we have to go to the show within the show because the show starts with the show. And that show is Star Trek. That episode is Spock's Brain, Season 3, Episode 1, and that's all for that, for now. So, Kevin and Paul are, you know, trying to get their Mac on in the basement. <laughs> oh, my God. Were Funny. they, though, or were the girls getting their Mac? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good they were a little that's... mad aggressive. Like My it's... girl Becky was doing a lot. She yeah. was said, I'm going away for the sign. And she jumped to. <laughs> Not to mention, Carla had this man's hands pinned, but I, I don't know. Yes. That was a little aggressive, yes, but okay, Carla. The young ladies were kind of, they were they're going at it. Okay. <laughs> they knew what they wanted. They know that the, with the men that they got, those men are not going to initiate anything. And they also know that's, the conversation isn't going to be that great. So they're like, well, we might as well kiss for, you know, an hour and a half. Like, Lord, help me if Kevin uh, starts talking. (laughs) He gonna play his mixtape. Okay. Hey, you guys want to hear my (laughs) mixtape? So, Wanye, he's like, he he looks at, he pulls the man next to the side. He's like, what's this? Is this a, I think we have a hickey. Like, come on. Wow. He's he's a horrible brother. Kevin's trying to play it cool. And first thing his mom says when she comes out is, what's that on your neck? I love that he says it's embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Even the viewer. I, too, am embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Decades Se- later on hand. the other side of a screen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He called it a bug bite. I mean, on the spot, that's about a... That's about a five, five, you know, like, I mean, what, what five else, out of, you know, five <laughs> out of ten. I'm going to give it five it out of ten. It would have been good if Wanye hadn't blown up the spot because yeah, his mom wasn't going to ask any more questions. But here come Wanye make, being extra. Mm. I will give her props because she dragged him upstairs after that. She she for, got points for, for taking him upstairs. She lost the points for trying to bring them upstairs. Right, yes. True, true. Because Wanye sucks. Isn't that old boy's name in Boys to Men? Yes. You can't then you can't just say Wanye sucks. <laughs> That's blasphemy. Oh, well. Oh no. That's another episode. You were wife on the call. I'm gonna get you were charming on your thoughts on Wanye from Boys to Men. We done another made another, we done made an, another enemy. If you want to shout us out or come on the show, please contact. You're, you're you're an amazing vocalist. We do love your music. It's we the lyrics. Your... It's the lyrics. Love. 
No, we can't. We can't talk to Wanye. We can't talk to Albie Shore. <laughs> Why can't we talk to Albie Shore? Because he's not all that. He had one hit, and they gave him a Grammy for an album. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? He had one song. <laughs> he had as many hits as he has eyebrows. Like, get out of here. All right, all right. Anyway, oh, anyway. So we're we're not trying to make what you. That's well, weren't you the one that didn't want to make enemies? Not making enemies. I didn't make any enemies. That was already number one. She's making more enemies. That's the conversation. Y'all just forgot. I must have forgot. So a day later at school, or some time later at school, you know. Kevin's walking through the hallway, and Kirk McCray wants to talk to him. Fuck you want? He's like, "Hey, Kev, Kev, Kevin, can I ask you a favor?" And I guess maybe, maybe he thought they were friends because they were sitting at the ta- like the table together with the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's his end or something. I, I, I'm not sure why he. I mean, like jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm not sure why he wouldn't. This favor he asked, he wouldn't ask of one of the girls. I don't know why he would ask. Kevin, or but, ask one of his actual friends. You Leave know, that boy alone. He's so little. He's not even in your same grade. Leave that child alone. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin got enough to worry about. Leave that little baby alone. He really should have been like, "Hey, Kevin, ke- never mind. You look stressed." <laughs> so, I, I'd like I'd like to point out the 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 line. You know the line. This very graphic line that can only be from somebody reminiscing. Really? Rather be stabbed through the heart. 50 times with a dull butter knife and do a favor for Kirk McCray. Oh my God. He... <laughs> I'm just always wondering who did you stab 50 times through the, through the heart it's with a dull butter knife, Kevin? The evidence is lining up, especially there's a certain moment. There's a certain moment later uh-huh, that I, yeah, that I yeah. know for sure that this motherfucker is a murderer. Yes. I know for sure. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. We will get there. He says, you know, Kevin's. Ke- uh, Kirk says Kevin's really good friends with Winnie. Kevin's like, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Friends, your best friend before this year started. Yeah, but she's a girl. Whatever. I don't care. Mm. I like Becky now. Or whatever her name. Does is. he though? No. I don't even know how like they even progress back to like getting together, but whatever. Right. She'll learn. Oh, she will learn. And then he'll learn. But uh, Kirk McCray call, calls Kevin Kevbo. That's got to be a risk. That's got to be up just, there pretty shitty. Just add Bo at the end of everything. Kev-bo. I love it, actually. What? Yeah, it's so dumb. It's such a, like, dumb middle school thing to do. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, so much of what they do on this show seems completely out of character for middle school people. So... I'm liking some of the actual middle school content. Oh, yeah. Okay, I will give you that. Kevbo is definitely a 13-year-old thing to to do. Some of the other things in this episode... When they get it right, they get it right. But when they get it wrong... Horribly wrong. Boy, we're a long way from Paul Bo. (laughs) Paul Bo. Oh, man. So then they're in the cafeteria. He's in the cafeteria with Paul talking about why he shouldn't do this. And Paul's laying it on thick. Thick. I told you already. (laughs) This motherfucker is a teenage Adonis. And Paul is trying to let him know, like, what? Have you seen his shoulders? He's tall, dark, and all this shit. 
And he Kevin has a in the middle of the winter. And then Kevin snaps. Snaps. I kept thinking it was gonna be one of those sequences like in Mean Girls or any number of shows where you do the action and then it rewinds and that was just all in your head. Like, but he yeah, really, yeah. But like he that's what really, you wanted to do. Yeah, but he pulled a real housewives of New Jersey on their asses in the cafeteria. He was flipping he all kinds of stuff. I started looking like Kevin. Mm-hmm. He in book. Real housewife Kevin. <laughs> There's a new housewife in the house. Kevin got his peach. <laughs> All right, so the next scene is, I think, probably is is that is that the one you, point you were talking about? Is this the one where he like meets her outside? Yes, yes, yes. Definitive, definitive proof, my guy. Like she's like, I guess, what is she like? A cheerleader? Is that what that's supposed to be? I think that's what it's supposed Field to be. Field hockey. Field hockey? Okay. I guess. Or whatever. I guess in the I didn't even see. No, it, it can't be. I didn't see any equipment. They were all just standing have, there. Yeah, she didn't have a, a yeah, hockey. None, none, none of the girls in the back did either. Either no, field hockey or have shins on. You ever seen a field well, hockey? Well, she was stretching for Quidditch. And she had like her leg up. So before I get to the other part, she had Quad her leg ball. up. Like <laughs> she had her leg up. Like I guess like on a table or something while he's standing there. He's supposed to be asking her like what's the deal like uh it, uh what's his name fucking kirk wants to know if you like him okay. still and so the way they shoot this is like her leg is there and it's kind of zoomed in mind you these girls this girl is allegedly 12 look 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 go back if you look i just i just watched there is still hockey equipment on the table okay so quidditch fine nobody cares <laughs> She's probably not even that good. I saw her stretch. She's doing a terrible job. Anyway, yeah. So the way the way they shoot it is it's really weird and uncomfortable and inappropriate a little bit. Like, like we get like that kids like each other and they kind of like see things like in like you know, in a I don't know what the word you want to say, but like you know the next level. But like it's still they're still children, so it's kind of weird to like zoom in on her leg while she's stretching and the shot is like. Her leg is up and it's kind of like not going up her skirt, but it's just like this is kind of weird. It was entirely can, too seductive for yeah. you can uh, like you said earlier, you can see the hairs. You, you can, can see, see the hairs. hairs. So it's head. like mm, we could have done a better job just maybe zooming out a lot more and just showing and, maybe zooming on his face, but and we get we get the like I don't know, like I, we get the the lust, I guess you could say that he they, like we they, don't need that. We didn't need all of that. And even like I know we joke about him as a as a person being yeah um, a murderer or whatever. But why did they write that like that? That was wild. Like what's weird why is that was it written that way. They accomplished it when they they showed her like whip her hair up and yes. like it was kind of like this like dream yeah. fantasy like slow motion thing. You, you had the dream I, lighting. Yeah, like that's all you had to do. And then maybe show her stretching, but like you don't have to zoom in on just like, okay, she's stretching. That's the situation. She's getting ready for whatever. She's busy. She's right. in the middle of something and you approached her. But like mm. it was weird. But 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 back to the murder point. <laughs> he he sees her leg and the narrator, he's never done this, but he just goes to this like low gravel and he's like, <laughs> squeeze so her, touch her, grab her. 
and, and, and it's and literally he, growling like what the yeah. and then and then they show Kevin say shut up and she's like what nothing he's lit that's literally his voice now so that makes me think the narrator is the dark passenger in his head this has already started it started here here's the voice I feel like there's like a movie or like six that are like this. And he eventually he's 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 gonna listen to that voice and go too far. Like, what the fuck was that scene? It was We're gonna update the serial killer poll, see if anybody has changed their mind. I haven't. I I just don't get like I'm joking, but also serious. But right. They it amped up so fast, like he's already been kind of like emotionally unstable. But like, I get that you want to show that because he's like a boy with hormones and stuff like that. But he just comes across really aggressive sometimes. But this one right here, it was like, whoa. That's what I'm saying. Was this is this like, how people in the '80s thought, or is this how people in the '80s thought, people in the '60s thought, or is this how people in the '60s thought? We're in a weird position as adults talking about children in this situation yeah. because, because kids do like kids do have emotions and urges and desires and you know but it feels distinctly different in this the way they film this like this maybe because i think because we know even for that time you can there's still ways of shooting it of shooting and capturing a child or young man or young girl going through hormones and and mm -hmm. learning about sex and stuff through mm -hmm. a child's eyes and you know it's not always going to be like you know but children don't think about that it's not always going to be like that but like this felt like this was had too much of an adult touch or an adult yeah. lens or something yeah. like it, it didn't come across as like this is how children feel this is more like for the adult and it's like well you got to walk that line here. And I, don't, and I, don't, I think adult, you kind of Yeah, like, I was going to say, whatever adult this is for, I don't want to know that adult. Yeah. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. I think you missed the mark on that one and a couple of yeah. other scenes. <clears throat> so, so then she basically tells Kevin that she doesn't want to date Kirk anymore. But it wasn't that simple, even though I followed it. But she was like, I like him. But are you asking, do I like him or do I like him like him? Because I like them like him, but I don't like him. But I do like him. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, Kevin told, told Kirk was, she's not mad at you. She likes you, but she doesn't like you like you. And then the blah, the blah. It was a long like, insert clip. I, I, I don't know if it was the first time he asked for the favor or the when he came back and reported back, but like Kirk went to the fountain, the water fountain. And I was like, disgusted because, you know, post 2020, I'm like, those should not exist anymore, but they do. And I didn't understand. Like, I, I was just like, Oh, we don't do those anymore. Like Martin Luther, do Martin Luther King doesn't have to worry about that anymore, but they still exist. Like, ew. why are they still in public areas? Like here's a water fountain for water. So I can, Die? Oh, these are for dogs now, right? Why are they so high? <laughs> you need to lower them. That time with the where you put your bottle straight under it, I'm, I can still get jiggy yeah, with that. I, I rock with those. Okay, okay, that's the suitable. automatic dispenser. You know. Okay, okay. So <clears throat> no, no, response. I'm a lean, I'm a lean heavy into it. Get rid of them. I don't care. 
Everybody be dehydrated. Yes. Let's end this. I t- I'm a time traveler. I'm telling you, man. Like, Let's end this whole deal. It won't matter. 2029, it's over. Spoiler alert. God, I hope that statement's not true. You, we, if nobody, nobody's going to be in 2029. Oh, that one podcast I listened to on that Thursday. Oh, man, they were right. Who, you, who are they going to tell? You know, hey, man, I, I knew about this in 2022 <laughs> from this one podcast. And I could be like, shut up. The world's in. Nobody was a fuck. What were you? Nobody cares about the Wonder Years. Yeah, but it was, it was an inappropriate episode and they were mad. <laughs> Look, man, I still want to be doing this podcast in 20. But, you, but, you know, with the bigger. We gotta be doing it's a different bigger, one. But I want, I want, I want this, the current one years to still be going, so we can still be doing this podcast oh, in I seven see. years. Bigger budget, getting actual actual stars on the show. Yeah, you're gonna have to replace her. But but, but <laughs> I'm gonna. Have to, but to have do to that, to get place. there, folks, we need your help. You know, Patreon, please support us so that we can get to you know keep doing this podcast and bringing you these episodes. Support us until we replace her with a, a cutout of Beyonce. And Solange. A close second, the two of them combined. Just have them standing next to each other. They'll do the intro. So uh, Kevin gets given an all-star patch to, to hand off to Winnie, and he takes it to Winnie, and she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? But she knew what it meant. She was like, nah, because that means relationship. Pass. Pass. Hard, the hardest of passes. Yeah. She just wants to be friends. She hit my guy with the, I know you fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I already swipe left? Kirk, Kirk took it rather, rather bad. Though. Kevin trying to convince her with the, you know, it's just friends. And she was like, <laughs> nigga. Now, Kevin. <laughs> So get off! Get off my goddamn get front off, yard! Off, don't be pissing on my legs, Sammy. It's raining. That's what she. I love that. My favorite Winnie quote. So uh, I think Kirk took it to the kind bay, started slamming his head into the lockers. Yeah, man, he was so, he was like he was gone. He took it hard. Yeah. What does Kevin decide to do with the with the news that Winnie and Kirk are now officially done? He decides to lie to himself. <laughs> He really thought, well, that means she likes someone else. And that's me. Because he thinks he's the main character. (laughs) I mean, he technically is, but (laughs) he doesn't know that. Well, maybe that voice in his head told him that. Yeah, the voice in the head told him that. So I'll I'll note that Kevin learns quickly because he's Shanghai, you know, Paul with the same move that Kirk used on him. He's like, Mm -hmm. hey, Paul, can you do me a favor? Paul, Bo. Paulbo, yeah. Paulbo, good old Paulbo. It's pretty, it's pretty it's kind, of, kind of heinous, but really I mean, it did have it, it did have its effects, you know, because Paul, being the the infinite gossip that he is, was able to get to go get the facts, or at least what he thought were the facts, because he just came and gossip more. <laughs> we gotta rewind though, because you're forgetting how Paul was grinding my nigga Kevin up. <laughs> At the, he grinded him <laughs> up. He said, and then you would say, like, okay, this scene 
this is why I said Paul saved this episode because Kevin is like, you know, you'll say this. What am I going to say? He's like, shy, doesn't really know what's going on <laughs> until it gets to the part where he gets to role play dogging Kevin out. Yeah, you're right. Him the fuck out. He was like, role playing is winning. <laughs> he was like, okay, so I'll, so you'll say. And he's what, like, I, damn, Kevin, he was like, you like someone you else. Know? Ugly, <laughs> your hair uneven, you look dusty. He just, he just read he, that man. He was like, him. ask her if she likes someone else. So you'd say, don't you like someone else? I do. <laughs> don't you still like Kevin? 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's your boy. That nigga Paul said, Drake. Right? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. it <laughs> said, so I thought we was trying to be honest with each other. Damn. That that, that was the Drake before Drake was the Drake. It really was. And, and Kevin was like, all right, not too much. Okay, never mind. Just forget it. <laughs> like, it was, that was so good. That was good. Everything else about the episode, boo to mess. So when Kevin gets done, you know, getting Paul to do his dirty work. He goes, you know, walks around the corner, feeling confident, and sees Kirk McCray kissing with him. That's the height of situational irony right there. So good. Peak. Peak. Crisp. Peak irony. And clean. And then he gets so possessive. This, this, this is another, another red flag here, Luna. Kirk, didn't it make it clear you guys are broken up, you know? I mean, it that kind of energy comes up at the end also. Um... It's like possessive, but, weirdo. But he's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong, but still. He's not wrong. He's just an asshole. But yeah. he's not wrong. Yeah. Kevin isn't wrong in this situation because <laughs> if, after, right after this or the next time he talks to Winnie, he kind of chides her and she admits it. And he's Kevin's right. Kevin's right. You're not supposed to be kissing nobody that you broke up with. Period. Yeah. No backsliding. I'm, I mean, I'm, hey you, I mean, hey you, I mean, listener, that's it. You're about to go backslide with that ex. Don't do it. Don't go back to your ex, baby. But did she go back, or did she kind of put him on a friends with benefits plan, nah, he and he doesn't know? They in middle school, ain't no benefits. She Luna, and just think about. Let's also just think about the fact that this school year, Winnie Cooper brother died. This baby is going through. She got a lot going on. I just feel like these boys is taking advantage. She got a lot going on emotionally. You could say that she's going through changes. She's going through changes. For sure. <laughs> Another show, inappropriate show about middle schoolers. But, okay, I was going to bring this up, though. But they do it better. Contrast. They do it a billion times better. Much better. The thing about it is, is because they, well, there's lots of different reasons. And part of it's cultural, too, because it's written by people who are our age. But it's, oh, gosh, this episode is so, (gasps) this episode is cringe. Yeah. This is cringe. Gen Z. Oh, no. This is cringe. Diane is not Gen Z. No, but her son is in the other room and he listens low key. 
Okay. He so does not listen. Yes, Larry is listening. And let me tell you why. <laughs> she named him Larry? There's she a Gen Z him. named he Larry. Named after his dad, Lawrence. If, his, his name if is he's Gen Z and his name is Larry, he yes, plays on Fortnite and puts headphones on because he doesn't have friends at school because his name is Larry in 2022 <laughs> and he's a child. But he's named after don't, Larry. Don't Hoover. be rude. Don't be mean to Larry. Being named after your father doesn't he, doesn't make it anything. It doesn't mean anything. Larry it's just Hoover, well, it's, gang member. That's he's just the origin of the pain. I mean, he's named after Larry King. He's named after Larry. The point is, he's good people and he's shy. And he really wants, his mom really wants to bond with him over the podcast because she told him that middle school would be the wondrous years of his life. And so now he's trying to see if this is true, she said, by listening in. But he don't want to let her know that he really likes so her. She, so I she lied. And it's like, let me let me make sure I didn't fuck him up. <laughs> you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul's back to gossip more. Paul brings that hot tea. Gossip girl Paul. Gossip girl Eric Paul, Bo. with her all oh. afternoon. I think he likes her. My question is, first off, why does he have two first names? Um... <laughs> Because it can't Second. be trusted. <laughs> My mom. Why stupid. did Kirk ask him in the first place if he was going to ask him? Because Kirk is stupid, and that's why he got broken up with. Mm, because Kirk didn't want to put all his eggs in one basket. Okay, and he could already tell Arnold was a little shifty. So you're a little stressed, little man. Yeah, he's like, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me try somebody else because this little young blood over here, he's clearly a sixth grader i need some you know some grown man energy on this project speaking so, of that grown man or maybe uh, or maybe that was wrong, the wrong idea to have yeah because that backfired it totally backfired that grown man eric antonio uh <laughs> diane you're not gonna know because you're old but he i recognized him immediately he was uh one of the hosts on wild and crazy kids from the wow. early 90s with um, oh. Oh, Omar Epps. You called Diane. Omar no, Omar, Omar Gooding. Jeff Coat. Yeah, him, Omar Gooding, and like there was a girl, but then they replaced her later. But he was one of the hosts on Wild and Crazy Kids on Nickelodeon, a forgotten show that they just won't upload to Paramount Plus. But fuck them, but whatever. I'm not mad about it. I, I swear. <laughs> whatever. Oh my God. You recognize him. He's also done a lot of other stuff. Um, One Life to Live, Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. No, we don't talk about that show no more. Oh, right. I totally forgot. Yeah, that's a no. Um, He did episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, he's done done a lot. Jag, NCIS. He's one of those dudes that appear on one episode of everything. Yeah. It's called a character actor. That is correct. Diane's called a character actor. We didn't already He's know. Paid. This is what yeah. I learned from Viola Davis's biography, her autobiography. They're called journeyman yep. actors. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go and you know they interrogate Eric Antonio. He's like, they're like, who does Winnie like? He he's like the both of you. And Kurt finally realizes his first mistake. He didn't realize that Kevin liked her too. Dumbass. Whole time. He's like, You like her? Of course I've liked her. I've liked her longer. Liked her longer than you have. 
It's like didn't you see me singing West Side Story to her in my head? <laughs> didn't you see me mistreat Becky in front of her? Duh. But then let's get to the 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 best part of the scene. Best part of the scene again. Once again, Luna, what was the best part of the scene? Paul, oh, duh. Yes. Yes. Paul, Paul is the answer is always Paul. Yeah. It's always Paul. My oh, guy well. decided to read the room and still said the wrong thing. <laughs> he still made a joke. He still thought he was funny. And then Paul. when no one responds favorably, he's like, it was a joke. Like, <laughs> whatever, y'all. I'm funny. <laughs> he got it a lot a more joke. confidence. He got him a little girlfriend now. He's like, whatever, y'all. I ain't got to impress y'all niggas. I impress. Y'all know I don't really like Winnie like that. I got a girl. Whatever. I'm like me. I'm not pressed. I'm Paul Bo, nigga. He said, I see little freckles on I, her little nose. I, I, I think it was the specificity in which he said it that really got him. <laughs> I mean, she's got really cute like, freckles. Yeah, I like her too, though. He was like, uh, yeah, I like her because this and this. Like, I wish he was like, oh, y'all didn't notice her freckles? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to wonder if y'all really like her. Okay, I just moved up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Paul Bo. <laughs> you better keep your eye on Paul Bo. Okay. I think, you know, Eric Antonio ended, ended the scene with the last laugh, though. He's like, you know, I'll ask you tonight. We're going skating. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if that's the thing to do, because that's like two, what, two or three episodes, at least, where like it came up, exactly. where that's the event at least twice that it's happened or something. Tw- I don't know, two or three times. Well, uh, you know what? It's it's. I don't know. I'm black, and in Houston, uh, but I was about to say that's it's. They're still a, they've been in the winter, I guess. So like, I guess that's the thing to do. But yeah. I don't know if that's what people normally just Southern do. California, how winter is winter? Well, it must be winter where they got fucking. Winnie had three fucking coats on or some shit at the end, or whatever that uniform on it's is. Early then, spring. Yeah, she sure did. She dressing. Thick they live as fuck in Northern California. Clothes. They don't live in LA. No way. Right. They're not dressing like it, but they, what they say. Yeah, it's not. Oh, oh, it's so cold. It might snow. Whatever. I'm jumping ahead. So, Shut up, Winnie. Kevin's world gets shattered as he then realizes he has a whole ass girlfriend. <laughs> hey, where's Becky? Ah, hey, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he hit the nerve to say, poor little Becky. <laughs> and like he walked away, he knew exactly where she would be. And he wa- and he was like, poor little Becky, I guess I got to break it to her. He's and I, it wasn't lost on me that uh, there was like a little poster on the wall that said drama club right before he walked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get into that, there was also a poster that said spelling bee. And it was just the letter B with quotes around it. I, I don't find that cute. Like it's about <laughs> spelling. Just fucking spell it right. That's the whole purpose of it. Go into it <laughs> academically. But it, no, 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 no. Approach it, it, it academically. It's take joke. it seriously. It's it, it's this is not a time for jokes. It's, spelling bee is not cute. It's not for jokes. It's academic. <laughs> I'm with you. Like we're here to spell shit correctly. It's like mm-hmm, you get it. Oh, we're misspelling already. Or is this a test? Right. Is this is this is this a test? Anyway, I'm with you. He anyway. He walks into the room and she's. I don't even know why she's by herself in a room. I feel like there should be like, I don't know, there's a missing student somewhere just sitting in a room by herself. And she's drawing this butterfly. I thought it was after school or something. 
You might be right. But also, why is she in the class? Uh, whatever. Awesome. You're, you're right. You're right. I think it's probably after school. Um, and she's drawing this butterfly in the dark. And it is. She doesn't have the, the lights are not on in the room. The lights are off. The lights are off the in the room. She's in the dark. And uh, he walks up to her. I, I forget how he started it. But he basically was like, hey, sorry, I'd still like Winnie. Can't, you know, he we can still be friends. Yeah. He, he basically used. He, he told her. Easily. Yeah. It, it's, he doesn't ease into it. He's just like. Yeah. We got to break up. I still like Winnie Cooper. Up. We can still this be is friends. another iconic scene from this show. The iconic uh, shoulder pat. Like, they're there. He patted her on the fucking shoulder. And then his internal monologue, he's saying, I know, I know. Just like he did when uh, he thought that Kurt and Winnie broke up, his internal monologue was, I know, I know. That patronizing, condescending ass. Mm -hmm. Ugh, gosh, it's just like, it's giving me flashbacks from jobs. Mediocre white men. So, Luna, I'm going to let you talk about Becky Slater's reaction <laughs> to Becky Kevin Slater, um, is that what they're going to call it in the courtroom? Her reaction. Becky Slater decided that she had enough, and with her tiny fists of fury, <laughs> proceeded <laughs> to mollywop the shit out of Kevin Arnold in that empty classroom on a Tuesday afternoon. Like this was like. <laughs> She's like, oh, bet. And this is the thing about this show. And when you watch it, so you know what the joke is going to be. Like, the setup is the setup and the punch is the same every time. So I'm like, I don't know what she's going to do. I thought this she was going to stand up and yell at it. But the fact that she molly walked my guy was just like, Steph's kiss. Yeah. And she hit him at yeah. least, she hit, it was like a, it was a gut punch. Mm hmm. Some other hit, some other punch, and then yeah. like straight up fucking cross and yeah. knocked him the fuck out. Like, not to like, that. You would think Chris Tucker was gonna run into the room. <laughs> she said, friend. There, "There's that Drake voice again." That she was like, "Friends, friends, <laughs> please." I know you fucking lying. <laughs> Somebody done told you wrong. She said, uh, "Who said that?" Be friends. What? I loved it. Top Straight nine. Straight KO'd this man with a three-piece combo. Listen, literally. Literally. Had him on the floor re-examining his entire life <laughs> through the lens yeah. oh, of the Star Trek episode he just watched with her. Mm, mm, mm. Which was about serious <laughs> women abducting Spock's brain to their planet of women that dominate men. This thing kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I think what bothered me, like from the jump, it immediately made me like, oh, they're doing it again. Where Paul is supposed to be like Spock. And it's like, I forget what he called them, but like basically like these women are here and they're in short skirts and they show like the girls. And I'm like, I mean, they're kind of short, I guess. But like, it just, it just seemed like it was shot weird again. And I was like, I thought we, Moving on. This is mm. no, no, no. Yeah, and that's when I was like, "Is no. it me? 
But it felt like this is a like I feel like I'm looking through somebody else's camera and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. It's gross. It's it's definitely gross. The the first time with the with the Winnie thing, with the Winnie legs thing, I was like, actually, the first thing when the girls tackled the guys on the couch, I was like, oh, my. Yeah, I was like, hmm, but OK. Alrighty. Then the leg hair. Then the sex bot alien girls. Yeah. Wow. This this episode was too much. It was too wild. So I will um for those of you who who do not know and you know initiated into the Star Trek information system, Kevin is wearing Command Gold of Lunchton James T. Kirk. We got Paul in the science blue of first officer Spock. Kirk is is wearing the red shirt of uh, Dr. Bones McCoy and Eric <laughs> Antonio, who's there, I guess, you know, because he was just, you know, hanging out and asking him questions, is uh, Scotty, also in Science Blue. Now, uh, yeah, I really, d- I, d- I did kind of like the, uh, I'd like the, the Spock, the whole Spock of it all. That was about it. Paul killing it again. I mean, he's always going to kill it, just like he did in that play. Nigga took it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yes, but I'm afraid we have no no choice but to submit to their every whim. We are the captives. He would be a sub. <laughs> no king shaming. No, it's not shaming. It's more like obvious roles. <laughs> I liked the song that was playing when Kevin decided he wanted to go out and go try and see Wendy. I am a rock. I'm an island. <laughs> That was nice. It was a nice choice for that moment. He really wanted to go talk to her at night. Why, Kevin? Why do you want to go talk to her at night? Why couldn't he wait till school the next day? Kind of creepy, huh? A little bit. But that's his whole thing. Just a little bit. It's a tiny bit of creepy. But he had to get it off his chest, his little baby chest. Jack did the solid. He's like, can't it wait? He's like, no. He's like, all right. Kind of like dad kind of gave him like this look like must be a girl. Right. And girls, we had ID. <laughs> what do you say? ID bracelets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> when we had ID tags. It was so strange. Fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, for Diane, I don't know if you remember, uh, they still don't have a color TV, so we haven't reached that point. In the timeline, I just I just realized that. But that means they they got it years later. Two televisions. But they're both. They're both black and white. All the televisions are black and white. Yeah, but actually, they have three televisions. Actually, if you've been paying attention, there's there's a tiny one in the kitchen, there's a one in the living room, and there's one in the basement. Wait, there's one in Kevin's room too, or is that portable? Because he was watching when he was sick. That was a that was a small portable. So they got three and a half. Yeah. But you can't buy me a color tip. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're cheap at this point. We we, we know. I don't Jack. know. We're not getting into that fucking six dollars equals 50 shit again. Kevin goes in. He's very uh, possessive to Winnie. To her face. He When he gets across the street and he sees Eric leaving. He's like, oh, we at the skating rink? Like, no. Okay, you want me to tell you what Winnie said about you? No. No. Your whole, like, 
thing is about knowing what Wendy. Okay, whatever. You're a fucking weirdo. And then he approaches her, and he's like, "What was that?" He's like all up in her fucking face, aggressive about it. Like, what are you doing? You going with him and this and that? And she's like, "Um, I guess I'm just whatever." He's just like doing the most, man. Does a lot. He's annoying. Questioning why she was hanging out with Eric, why she was kissing Kirk after they broke up, dressing her down about that. I was kind of mad that she was just like sitting there, like I don't know. But then she was like, "Hold on, nigga, who the fuck is you talking to, actually?" Right. Raising your voice, I can do what the fuck I want to, and that's the way I saw it. That's why earlier I was like, maybe it's a friends with benefits thing where she's just kind of like, I can kick it with whoever the fuck I want to. I don't have to commit to any of these niggas. I don't give a fuck. I'm winning. uh, What was the name of uh, Karen's ex boyfriend? She been going to his school. Oh, Karen's ex boyfriend. (laughs) You talk about the old ass man. Can love multiple people. That's what Blue yeah. doing. Lewis. It was Lewis. Lewis, yeah. She's been in the Lewis school of dating. And I appreciate she that. She should have lied to him. No, I like like you, but I just like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, you know, she bears all her heart and honesty, and Kevin's, you know, sarcasm is just going crazy because he can't help himself. He's like, I don't know why I do the things I do. I'm just living my life. Oh, you're just doing it? You don't know what you're doing? No, Kevin, what the fuck? I don't know. Do you like me? Do you like me? Just tell me. I don't know. You don't know? First, nigga, no, I don't. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, now I know. 830 in, in my fucking front lawn, nigga. Who's you hollering at? Where's my mama? Hold on. I haven't even seen <laughs> So, I still got homework, and you over here raising your voice. I have to brush my hair. A <laughs> hundred times a night. Yeah, she he's doing too much for it to be eight thirty. Go back in the house. Where is her ghost brother at? He needs to. He needs to do. Oh something. my god! <laughs> too soon. Too, uh, soon. too soon. In season two. Too soon. He Wait, died like is, he died like episode this is the same two. School year. So. He need to he need to step up. Jesus. He need to step up and, and uh, help out. Now we're gonna get letters. He need to letters. step up like Kadeem Hardison and the sixth man. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, you're a menace. <laughs> Diane saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> menace, I tell you. Okay, so did either of you get get Winnie's joke? No. I, I, I low-key felt like that was the toxic start of Kevin being like, women are not funny at all. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I feel like maybe if I knew the song, I, like, I was like, what the hell was that? Listen, like I said, the only really good part of this episode was Paul. Yeah. He maybe failed us. Did, did anybody see any black people? No. Nah. All the all the cafeteria shots were really close up. They didn't have like a lot of extras this time, so no black people. Mm. And they really could have made one of the Star Trek girls black. Because but I think that was it was Becky and Carla though. Becky, Carla, and her though. It was the whole. So yeah. they added in. 
goofy. Yeah, they had an Eric. They could have had just maybe a fourth or something for I don't yeah. know. And make the number. I mean, black. yes, yes. Winnie should have some black. Winnie should have had some black friends. Winnie too wrapped up in her man. Which one? Oh, okay. All right. Not too much. Not too much. Thank you. Not too much. <laughs> she out here just trying to do her thing, man. Okay. She's having a hot girl school year. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so before we started the episode, we saw that there was a 8.3 out of 10 on INDB. What do you guys rate this? Mm. Out of 10. I think Paul alone pulls this to a five, but the rest of it, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I get the purpose of it, and I I do like that there was progression, and this isn't just some like throwaway episode. But man, some of this stuff, I think it kind of hurt it more than it really really benefited from. I don't know. This episode has me a little lost. The episode was 80s rape culture in media superimposed onto this already strange <laughs> yeah. child. The, it, it just was, it was striking to me. for Not only because of like like each thing was like really wild like him yelling out in his head in his grown man voice yeah kiss her grab her and acknowledging it acknowledging out loud saying that's That's what seemed really like that brings the episode down to a negative five it's It's already in the negative paul had to scrape the episode up with the repeating back in disbelief in the first half of the episode his gossip girl in the middle of the episode like those things were good oh and his read of Kevin also top notch but that only pulls us up to zero (laughs) you talk about the actual cinematic like the fact that it moves the story forward I'll give you one point for that and the song choice about being alone in an island was, was pretty good so for me, it's a two or a three. This episode was wild to me. It was so much. It really it was, feels like if there was 10 episodes all written by the same person, except one was written by a different person. And it just, it it doesn't person. feel like the same tone of, it doesn't. of, of it the previous like, episodes at all. Yeah, it's like you're watching Teletubbies and then all of a sudden it's Breaking Bad season three. Like what's happening? <laughs> It's so jarring. This reminds me of like like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They had a certain sound and then like one, the guitarist left and they replaced him. Uh, I can't remember names right now. They replaced him and the band had a much different sound. But then when they brought the other guy back, it's kind of like going back to the old. So it's kind of like, it just, just sounds like somebody else stepped in, mm-hmm. put their kind of spin and touch on it. And I, I just have this feeling, because I haven't seen it again, but like I have this feeling that it's going to go back to, mm-hmm. to how, that. what we're used to. So it's like, yeah. this one clearly feels like somebody stepped in and is like, you should do it this way, and we're going to do it this way. This is how I want to direct it. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, won't be calling you well, back. You know, 
So we don't gain an enemy if if we if we you know say the director didn't you know quite do justice because he, he unfortunately he passed um 2017 uh so he can't you know be angry at us for critiquing his work i will give it a six i give a point for each one of you know paul's amazing scenes yeah it, it, i think that i think that's where we're all landing is that just paul just paul that's it otherwise like I mentioned before, like the progression, everything, and I don't think it was worth what they put out and how the characters were kind of displayed in this one. The children were displayed in this one, really. Winnie also seemed out of character in this episode. Yeah. Like it, so it just all felt, yeah. it felt so disjointed. Like her kind of, she kind of came off as like airheadish. Yeah. Because before know. she's always been kind of like, it always she always gave me the air of like she knows what she's feeling, but she'll mm-hmm. keep it to herself and she doesn't share. Now, and, if, yes. and I would naturally think that when this would come up, she would kind of just be like reluctant to kind of share and just be like, I just I'll just give you an answer to kind of make you go away. Like, so do you like him? I just I just don't want to be bothered. OK, that's all. Like, that's what I would expect. Yeah, and mm. that and and her kind of like a little bit of the blow up made sense, but before everything before that just seemed so strange. Like she's always been soft spoken, but she still seemed more self assured. And in this episode, mm-hmm. it didn't even go into the. I'm just kind of nervous. This whole dating thing. It felt like, duh. I don't know. Uh, I don't I'm know. Just out just, here. Uh, yeah, she sounded. It it just didn't. Yeah. I, this one, yeah. So it's recap. Yeah. The death of relationships. Two of them done. One of them thrives. One of them's uh, been done. It's just been flopping around with rigor mortis and muscle twitches and shit. Yeah, we don't even know why well, that Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Exists. Parley or call? What did you say? What was Parley. that? Parley call. I think for, for, a portmanteau relationship. for our ship name for Carly Healy and Paul. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Parla, for sure. Parla. You're not going to put Bo on the end of that? <laughs> Parbo. Yes. God. Alright guys, thank you for tuning in again. Sorry for this episode was so cringe. The episode's ending, Larry. Go sit down. Yeah, Larry, run away. Your mom, so your mom doesn't know that you're hiding in the kitchen and listening to the pod. Go pretend like you're making TikToks. Any thoughts? I just hated this episode. Like, I hated it so much. Like, I was watching it, re-watching it before we met, and I was like, this is as bad as I thought it was. And I'm high now. So I thought maybe if I was high, it wouldn't be bad, but it was still bad. And that's not good. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought you were going to say maybe when I come down, Mm-mm. I realized I was tripping. No, nah, I thought my sober brain, I'm like, okay, well, weed makes everything better. But this. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if on this episode, we should do like, a, if you. <laughs> Or someone you know has experienced sexual assault. Like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this God. episode is just so fucking bad to me. It's, like, it's it's weird. 
it's like, weird it feels have very a, much like a sexual predator got to get and i wouldn't say this on because i don't want that to bother yeah the showrunners but like it feels so predatory like it, yeah the fact that the girls so now thinking about it like pr- processing it verbally the fact that they made the girls aggressive in the very first act. That, yeah, it's kind of like it's it kind of like started the ball rolling. And I think Yeah, like I didn't oh, have like a visceral. Are, these are the kind of these girls would do this. If they give hickeys and they be Yeah, it's like they were trying to say like women are strange, aren't they? Look at that. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think I didn't exactly. have a visceral response, but I was just like like I think like you were saying cringe and I was like something just seems off here I'm not used to this and why is it being shown this way and why yeah, it didn't feel good it didn't feel comfortable and as a person who's a survivor of sexual assault during childhood that Same. I think that's Same. the thing yeah. that really jumped out at me it's like this is how predators look at little girls this mm-hmm. is exactly what they think. They think mm-hmm. the little girls are in a hurry to kiss. They call us fast tail girls. Mm-hmm. They think we want to do these kinds of things. And they frame us in an adult manner with those adult costumes, that adult hair that the girls had in the Star Trek sequence. And like, I know that the 80s were 30 something years. They were 34 years ago. In fact, if this came out in 88, 34 years ago. But motherfuckers wasn't that dumb. They just want like that shit is sick. <laughs> like, but just, I, actually, I think another um, layer to what you were saying is that you 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 kind of start laying that foundation that girls are weird, and then that starts to like grow like a fungus into girls don't know what they want, and right. and it's like, but she said no, but it's like, yeah, but you know, girls, they're you know fucking crazy and weird. And you can you know? talk wild and crazy. He was talking real reckless to Winnie. Like, reckless. who the fuck do you think you are, yo? Put, Lower your voice. Take that bass out your voice. Who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I don't... Uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. It just... It was uncomfortable throughout. And I think... I think the whole, like... I don't, I don't know. It, it, the social commentary for me is... This idea of fast tail girls has existed for so long. In the Black community specifically. And... Mm-hmm. Th- and sh- Things like this episode perpetuate that. This type of shit perpetuates incel behavior. It perpetuates like how the church weaponized purity culture. Like much of that is wrapped up in this. And it just sucks. It's just, it's just not good. (laughs) I I don't want to, I don't want to like wash away what you were saying, but I want to also add um, on the other side, for Kevin's character and also um, for Fred Savage, uh, Kevin's character took kind of a hit because I know we joke about him being like fringe and all that stuff, but like it was such a hard turn here that it 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 was like he was being used, his character's being used in a way to kind of like drive this aggression to make it seem like it's okay and it's normal. And it's like he's not even like that at this point, not yet. Like it's like even like the whole like talking to the narrators, the little voice and all that shit. Like yeah, but like the table scene, how like he just amped up so fast and so oh loud. God. It was like okay, I know he can fly off the handle, but Jesus Christ, like this that, is it, weird. And this doesn't even it, have a 
like a girl here present. It says Paul. And yeah. I wanted to give kudos to Fred Savage in that, like, to be a child actor and to be able to uh, accomplish giving off these believable moments and emotions and all that. Like, he's very talented, but also, uh, I'm not really, I'm still, I'm kind of mixed on the whole child actor thing because, like, you're all talented, but, like, the industry is not really built for child actors to, like, succeed beyond just the product. But, but like, he did a great job, even though they assassinated his character a little bit. Yeah, I think that, too, is one of the things that popped into my head on the first watch. Like, this is how it was filmed, but, like, what happened in real time, you know? Yeah. Because I'm imagining those girls in the Star Trek outfits walking on the set and stuff. I'm like, something seems off here. I don't know what. They aren't, they aren't, they don't look, like, inappropriate, but something about the way this is presented makes this feel icky and wrong. I think we need somebody to supervise here. Yeah, it did not feel good. Like, if you look at, for example, like, Stranger Things, and it's the fiction of the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. But when they're showing like, oh, we're being cute. Oh, we're like, I think it was last season, like when uh, uh, Eleven and what's the other girl's night with the um, almost just spoilers, but the girl who was like, be mad at your boyfriend. We're gonna get. Oh mad yeah, yeah, I forget her it name. It still yeah. felt like it was childish. Like yeah. it felt, mm-hmm. it felt like it made. Fuck them, and they just like it's us, girl. Fuck all them. Yeah, fucking girl- boys. Yeah, exactly. Girls are better than boys and yin and the boo-boo, like that kind of stuff. Um, but this just it felt too adult. It felt it it felt uncomfortable. And I and I fully acknowledge my lens of being a sexual assault survivor. And I totally get that that lens. And I think that we all, no matter our our experience or lack of experience with sexual assault needs to be sensitive to these things because it's that idea that we do, especially recently in American culture, like, oh, are we being woke now? Everybody's so sensitive. Like, don't yuck my yum. It's just a TV show. Like, yeah. Dismissing it because you don't, because you're maybe tired of hearing it. But it's like, well, you're tired of hearing it because it's really in our culture so yeah we're gonna be swimming in this like, for a while if you don't have the range or you don't if you're not um critical of the media that you consume cool so be it also side note probably not the podcast for you because this is literally what we do we're critiquing yeah, so yeah and larry don't think we don't see you back there in the kitchen get back in your room bro do better I- I really do think it's important for us to critique media. And I also don't like to get into that idea of like, oh, well, it was in the past. Like there were people in the past saying, don't treat little kids like this. And they yeah. still do. So like yeah. that that idea of like, oh, it's the moral to, moral relativism because now we're in the we're in the future. And so, you know, from the future, it's an easy place to condemn. It's easy to condemn, and we do. <laughs> like, yeah. no, that's not acceptable. It's not okay. And, and I just wanted to be clear that, like, that, that, like, this is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for sure, for sure, as a survivor of childhood sexual assault in particular. So I think it's important to acknowledge that. 
This episode was yucky. Thank you for sharing. I'll do it again. 98% of the time I'm right. The other 2% is the weather. Oh Wrap it up. All right, folks. <laughs> um, gang, gang, gang. You know, it, it was an episode. It happened. A couple broke up. Some violently. Have a good time. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Go to bed, Larry.